You wanna fight, bro? Yeah, the Fight Bros Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the third official episode within the Fight Bros Podcast. I'm Marcus Burks, and this is Albert Walters. Hey, guys. Excited to be here, as always. Oh, yeah. We've got an awesome show. Next week, we've got our first guest. Yep. We'll be revealing that on Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, Wednesday or Thursday, we'll be uh, revealing the guest on the Facebook page. We're very excited about having our first guest on the show. Oh, exactly, exactly. So we've got our first guest next week, second guest next week. We ran into him last night. Yeah. Um, our second guest, so he's excited. But again, I guess we'll uh, we'll announce him in a week and a half on, yeah. on Wednesday or Thursday of the fall of, of our second week here. So so no, I mean we're excited to have them. Excited just to keep this going on. Oh yeah, it's been fun, <laughs> man. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, let's let's just talk about it. So first on first on our list is McGregor's apology. So do you want to let's let's hear about what happened? Yeah, was, let's just jump right into it. So McGregor, you know, ever since uh, the incident he had at the bar, me and Albert talked about it on the last uh, podcast. He actually sat down with Ari Hawani and ESPN to do a forty-one minute interview, and which he discussed a lot, but. Uh, one of the main things is he he apologized for the incident that happened in April at this uh, Irish pub where he ended up punching that elderly man. Because, that was in April? Yeah. The video came out a little bit late, but it was actually in April. Oh, oh I did not even know that. I thought it came out like... Mm-hmm. I thought. I mean, I thought it happened two weeks ago. Well, that's not, what we both thought. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I wonder what took so long for the video to come out. I don't know. Maybe McGregor wasn't giving the guy with the video money or something. Yeah. But uh, so I mean, <clears throat> he, he apologized for the incident. Said that yeah. he he owned up to it. Said he was in the wrong. He said that he can't be you know doing stuff like this because of his popularity. He essentially said he wants to be able to turn the other cheek because in the past you know we have seen him slap phones out of fans hands do all kinds of stuff like that and i mean bus windows yeah and i mean i understand like the, <clears throat> with the fan things like I, I feel like people should ask you know can i take should, a photo can i take yeah. a photo i feel like that's always a problem that you know famous athletes and stuff have had with fans mm-hmm. is that fans just want to come up with their phone Start flashing it in their face and not asking by simply asking, you know. Oh yeah, be a whole lot different. Yeah, just hey, you know, I'm I'm a big fan. Could I could I please get a photo? Yeah, for real. Um, you know, people people have been doing that to us for the last three weeks, and we say sorry, we don't do fan photos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was funny while we were down at the always down at the beach. This little kid, uh. I was playing a game at some restaurant, and he kept staring at me. And I told, uh, I told Marion and uh, Ashley and Chad that was with us. I said, I said, dang! I said that dude's been watching the podcast. I was like, he just wants to walk over here and get an autograph. <laughs> and they all started busting. It was funny. <laughs> it's like he sees half of the fight birds, man. He's excited. <laughs> yeah, like you know, like at the bar last night, I was like, hmm. Yeah, I'm 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 famous. You know? <laughs> I think I think we got over 100 views on our on our first yeah. episode. Yeah, thank everybody for that. <laughs> a well, yeah, a week and a half, hundred views. So, hey man, I'm digging it. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I think more girls around here get likes on on their Instagram photos. Yeah, I mean we're just doing this because we love it. Oh we yeah. Just want to have some fun. So. Yeah, we're not trying to get yeah. famous. Nah. Oh god, that's so funny, dude. How old was the kid? Oh, he was. I mean, he's probably like eight or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, we should just start handing out business cards at like these UFC pay per views. Like, hey man, here. I guess you like UFC. Here's a here's a podcast for you to listen hey, to. If I ever went back to another another show, I would definitely do something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I mean like people at the might bar like it. at pay per views. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a specific crowd, so people might like it. Yeah, be like, hey man, watch the show. <laughs> but uh, going oh, back McGregor. to McGregor, yeah, he uh he actually had some good things to say about Nate Diaz. He, yeah, really? What did he say? He uh, 
He gave him respect. Said that he actually said that Diaz is motivated. Seeing Diaz beat Pettis like he did, it motivated him to make a comeback. You know, sim- and he also shouted out Stipe Miocic. He st- uh, shouted out another fighter. I can't remember it off the top of my head. It wasn't but, someone from two forty one, was it? No, but he he just talked about their comebacks. Like you know, Miocic took a year off. Obviously, Diaz took three years off, and you know they came back and did finish the or Diaz didn't get a finish, but I mean you know he won pretty yeah, tremendously. Diaz won. Diaz won tremendously. Stipe Miocic finished. Yeah. So I mean, Conor McGregor says that he was motivated by you know, their wins after their layoffs. And uh, he kind of took shots at Nate. He was like, uh, he said, I get why Nate didn't call me out after the fight. He was like, I wouldn't want to fight me either after how motivated I am. So he kind of took shots at him. But then after that sentence, he was like, uh, but if we don't do the trilogy, then obviously – um, I respect you and everything you've done for the f- sport. And he was mm. like, I'm I'm a fan or whatever. So I, I thought that That's, was pretty interesting, well, even though he you know, <clears throat> low-key took some jabs at him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did not even hear about that. That's all. I mean, I think McGregor, He, uh, I, th- I think he puts on this front as a heel mm-hmm. for the UFC. You know, a lot of people don't like him. But then, I mean, a lot of people do like him, too. Yeah, he's he's got a big following. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, but I, I think outside of the ring, he can definitely, we saw at the bar, he can definitely be a jerk. But mm-hmm. um, I think he's, as we saw, I think he's got a soft side. Yeah. And so, uh, he also, in the same interview, he also, he named some fights that he wanted. But, you know, before he did that, he trashed Khabib. Yeah. And I, I want to get your intake on this because I think this is interesting. I'm not a big fan of people you know, if they lose a fight or, you know, anything in general, any a pickup game or something. I'm not a fan of people after the game saying, Oh, I was injured or after the fight, I was injured coming into this. That's why I lost. I'm not I'm not a fan of people doing that. So McGregor stated that he <clears> broke <throat> his foot three weeks ahead of the Khabib fight and said that he went in there with a broken foot. No, and I don't, still I don't know how true that is. Because yeah. if it was broken three weeks ago, it would yeah. be too hard for him to walk on it. Yeah. And don't you think, because he said, okay, so I'm, I'm realizing this now. So he sat there in the interview and said, um, he said that um, Khabib doesn't want to stand up with him. Yeah. He said, he said, uh, he said Khabib didn't want to stand up with him during their fight. And Khabib um, knocked him. And and yeah. Khabib even knocked him. Yeah. But if you're – so he was complaining. Uh, McGregor was complaining that um, Khabib only wanted to wrestle. First of all, that's how Khabib fights. But um, if you're on a broken foot, you wouldn't want to stand up and fight the whole time. I think you'd prefer to wrestle because yeah. you're – Which no you can't. One, yeah. Well, yeah, which he can't <laughs> wrestle. But he's sitting there trash talking about, oh, he lost because he – he wasn't standing, and he had a broken foot. But if you're wrestling, the broken foot ain't really going to bother you because yeah. no one's no one's grappling your foot. They're you know putting you in arm bars, chokeholds, and different things like that. So I, I don't know. I don't really think that sounds legitimate. Yeah, I don't like it because I feel like I feel like at the end of the day, it, it's an excuse. I feel like if your foot was actually broken, then you should have. Just let the fight get canceled and then come into it 100% as big as this fight is. I mean, yeah, that sucks for the fans that it gets canceled. Yeah. You know, but we don't want to hear stuff like this afterwards that, you know, could or couldn't be true. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of a scapegoat. And also, I feel like if it was legitimately broken, I don't think the UFC would have let him fight. Yeah. Um, Now, if it was just a fracture and he could show... Like, if he did a physical and did some training to show that he's still, you know, able to fight, then I don't think that would be a problem at all. But if it's legitimately broken, I don't I don't really think the UFC would allow him to, to fight. I mean, it's interesting because UFC fighters in the past have hid stuff from the UFC. I don't know if you remember, but do you remember Kevin Lee coming out there on fight night with staff? Remember, he had that big red bump oh, on his chest. Oh, yeah. Humongous red cyst, and he had staff, and, and I... I don't, I'm pretty sure the UFC didn't know about it. 
and he kind of snuck that by the UFC. So, I mean, they can... That's just weird. I, yeah. I figured they would have doctors do physicals and inspections on all the fighters before they go out. They could. I mean, that would be interesting, you know, in the future when we get some people on mm-hmm. uh, being uh, able to get... <clears throat> Being able to get you know their take on what uh what all the before the fight uh, what all it entails like the yeah. the pre-fight physical if they do one of those and stuff like that. Oh yeah, of course. Well, I mean, I feel like I don't know. Do you think any com- any fans would have complaints over that? That no, let the let the fighters fight. I mean, yeah, obviously like, there's those, you know, fans that just, diehards, just yeah. bleed fans, yeah, you know, just, there's a couple of those. Yeah, but I mean, excluding those fans that are always going to say that, what about the fans that are just saying, like, kind of like us, do you think the fans would be for it or against it? Like, having doctors inspect the... Uh, I, think, I think it just depends on the fan, like, me and you being, like, real fight fans, obviously, um... You know, we want to see fighters at 100% see the best matchups. And mm-hmm. I, I, I just think that uh, that's what we would like to see. But, I mean, if you want fans that just want to go out there and see brawls and just see blood and stuff, obviously I think they would be against the doing like a pre-fight physical, which they might already do. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, which they might already do. Well, they might do it now that, um, that he came out with staff. Yeah. So, but... I just I don't know, because if they if they started doing it after that, I feel like they would have caught McGregor's broken foot. Yeah. So I I don't know. I feel like they should if they don't though, because if you're if you're fighting someone with staff, they could you could give them staff. Yeah, for real. So that's uh I feel like that's a liability for other fighters. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they probably do that. If not, they should. So, but what what do you think about McGregor? So I mean like. Moving on to what he said uh, after, you know, he trashed Khabib and said he was injured and stuff. He said there's a lot of options for his next fight, which there obviously are. I mean, he said there's the Khabib rematch. There's the Nate, the third fight with Nate. There's the second fight with Max Holloway. Max Holloway has been doing, you know, a tremendous job lately, despite his loss to Dustin Poirier. Um and then he said that he doesn't know what Dana's talking about, but Masvidal ain't too big for him. So, I mean, that's pretty interesting. Like Masvidal's not interested in fighting McGregor? We'll see McGregor. He only fought, you know, those two times at 170 yeah. against Diaz, but that was a, a special occasion. He's not a 170-pound fighter. No, no, no. So Masvidal's a true 170. So, yeah. you know, Dana White kind of dismissed that when Masvidal oh, okay. called. I didn't know if you meant Masvidal dismissed it or Dana White. No, did. Dana White did. Okay, yeah. okay. Because I, I don't know. I was going to yeah. say, I'm sure Masvidal wouldn't deny the fight. But, uh, you know, seeing, you know, that what he said was, you know, these people that could possibly be his next fight, you know, what do you believe in your opinion that could be, you know, next for him? Next for McGregor? Um well, I'm sure it's probably official, or not not official, but I'm sure it's being scheduled. Is the uh, McGregor and Diaz? I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Masvidal and Diaz. So I feel like that's what's going to happen with with Diaz. So I can't sit here and think that McGregor will go fight Diaz next. Um, I think McGregor probably should get another fight first. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing. Same thing with the Diaz. But I think after the Diaz and Masvidal, if if that happens. Um, that would be a good fight, but right now, um, I, I wouldn't mind another, another McGregor and Khabib, um, cause that was a, <laughs> that was a controversial fight when it was all over. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I don't think that'd be a bad, bad setup, but isn't, isn't Khabib scheduled to fight? Oh yeah. He's fighting Poirier That's on September 7th yeah, yeah. in Abu Dhabi. September Oh my gosh, dude! That's only two weeks. Mm-hmm. This month's gone by too quick. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it is August twenty fifth. That's insane. It is. Um. Sorry, it feels like it was just like July. Yep. <laughs> but, jeez. Okay, but no. So I mean, I feel like uh, I feel like you know, Khabib wouldn't be a bad a bad next fight for McGregor. 
because um, if McGregor won, then he would have that, you know, he he'd have the trilogy to finish out. Then he, you know, after Khabib, he could have the Diaz trilogy to finish out, mm-hmm. and then go back to Khabib. So, but um, I don't know. I I know Masvidal is kind of an option right now, but I think it's going to be Masvidal and Diaz. What's your thoughts? Um, yeah, I agree with McGregor. Like, there's a lot of options for his next fight. I kind of think I just think we're going to have to wait till after September seventh plays out to see where it's at. I do not think he should get an immediate Khabib rematch just because. Yeah. I mean, he got dominated in that fight. So yeah, I, he he did. I mean, he threw some hard hits, but yeah. uh, allegedly his foot was broken. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, the Nate fight, I think Nate Masvidal is where um, where that's going. Where that's going yeah. now. Um, Max Holloway, maybe. I that's don't know. a. I know. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I just don't see that one. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not feeling it. I don't feel like. I don't feel like that will happen. He mentioned Jose Aldo, but Aldo, I I think Aldo is like one for four in the last four fights. Mm -hmm. But McGregor, didn't he lose his last couple fights? Yeah. He lost against uh, Khabib and, um, oh my God. Mayweather. Mayweather. But that, still a loss, but not in the UFC. But people are speculating that was a dude. That was rigged. Nah. (laughs) You don't think so? Nah. But uh conspiracy theorists. <laughs> what I really think will happen and uh we'll we'll go more into this when we get our second guest cuz our second guest is a diehard McGregor fan. So we'll go more into this when we get him on because the pay-per-view the September 7th pay-per-view will already be played out so we can realistically go with what happened. But let's say Dustin Poirier beats Khabib, which I don't think will happen. If he somehow beat Khabib, I think Dustin Poirier is next for McGregor for the yeah. title because he's already beat Dustin Poirier before at 145. And yep. I think the UFC, they like that belt on McGregor. So if that happens, they would probably try to get that belt you know, back on McGregor. I could see that, but do you think that's a fair next fight for him? Do you think he deserves a belt, belt shot no, for I his don't. next fight? I no, think I don't should, either. I, I always think that he's going to be a contender. So I always think he should be one fight away, but I don't agree yeah. with him getting an immediate rematch. But if Poirier won, I could see why they would make that fight. I could see why they would make the fight, but I feel like maybe um, – I agree. I don't really think he should get the Khabib fight right now. I don't think he'll get the Diaz fight because Diaz and Masvidal is probably how that's going to play out. Yeah. Um, so maybe Max Holloway or, or you know, Aldo um, – I don't, I don't know, and the UFC might just have some someone else who they might disregard completely what uh, what McGregor said, and they might have somebody else for McGregor to fight. Mm-hmm. And then after that fight, um, I think it all depends on timing. Well, he he might be able to fight Diaz, he might mm-hmm. be able to fight Khabib, um, or he might be able to fight for the belt. So I mean, we got in October, we got Justin Gaethje versus Cowboy Cerrone coming up, and you know, people have wanted that Cowboy. Um, Connor fight. People have flirted with the idea of that for a long time. Supposedly, that wouldn't be a bad fight. Because Cowboy lost offered. his last. Yeah, supposedly it was, it was offered during the summer. But I mean, you know how that goes. Like, yeah, we never really know. Yeah, if con- official contracts were actually sent to both parties. You know that wouldn't be a bad fight because both fighters lost their last match. They're oh, both big names. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, you can't put someone upcoming up against uh, McGregor. Yeah. So I mean, I think. That, that's not a bad bad setup right there. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Like, that would be a fun fight for the fans. Yeah. Uh, I think Cowboy needs to beat Gaethje, though. Um, you think he will? I don't know, man. That's a tough fight. <laughs> as long uh, as he doesn't blow out of his nose. <laughs> yeah. That's a tough fight. But, yeah. I mean, Justin Gaethje actually came out the other day, and there was a video surfacing around online of Cowboy knocking out you know, a sparring partner in 2012, and Justin Gaethje admitted that it was him. But, I mean, Justin Gaethje's he's a warrior, man. He's been knocking out all kinds of people. I mean, he's a really tough fighter within that lightweight division. So, uh, hmm. I don't know. I think Cowboy will get it done. Um, 
But Jeez. I really think, you know, McGregor needs a top name coming off a win. I could see that. Stuff like Elder than Khabib. Yeah, other than Khabib or Diaz. It's just, yeah. it's just so tough, man, the way things have played out. Like, you know me more than anybody wanted that third fight between Connor and Nate. I think but, it. I think it'll still happen. Oh, I know. I wanted it to happen next, but now I just like Diaz Masvidal, man. Like, yeah, you know, like he that doesn't. Out, he yeah. called out Masvidal after the fight, and this is still a hot topic. You know, it's been all over the line. That's why we're still talking about it. He called, you know, Masvidal out. Said, you know, this is the fight of, of you know, two gangsters in UFC. He was like, this. This is for the belt of the toughest two fighters, realest fighters. In the UFC, not I, I like that man, and and that's why I would rather see this now more than uh, wait who Conor said McGregor that versus Nate. That's what Diaz said. That's after, what Diaz said after the fight. After he well, won no, the, the gangster against. thing. Yeah, he was like, uh, oh, Diaz referred to himself as a gangster. Yeah, he said oh, him okay. and Masvidal were the only two like real, real people, like real gangsters. Oh yeah, well they and, both came from the street. Man. Yeah, yeah, like an okay, that's so. I mean, like I think I I just like that fight now, like and. And to me, being a Diaz fan, like, uh, if Diaz beats Masvidal, dude, he's right there for – he's next for the title shot in the welterweight division. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Jorge Masvidal was going to be next anyways for the winner of Usman versus Covington. Yeah. So, I mean, if Diaz goes out there and beats him, then Diaz is next for, you know, the winner of Usman versus Covington. Yeah. I mean, he might not want that because both of their you know, fight styles are a little bit different than what he likes. But, I mean, like, he's on top of his game right now. And if he can beat Masvidal, might as well go for a title shot because, you know, that yeah. was the best Nate Diaz we've seen in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree. I think that would be a good fight. Why do you think he didn't call – why do you think D, Diaz did not call out McGregor after his win with Pettis? I think – I really think it's it, it boils down to McGregor hasn't made any headlines in a while. He hasn't did anything in the UFC, and Diaz wants to face the top people. So, I mean, Jorge Masvidal just knocked out Ben Askren in the craziest knockout. I think we've talked about it on every single podcast. <laughs> I, oh, my God. Yeah, we're still talking about it. Yeah, but, uh, but he, I mean, it, it was just such a good knockout, though. And Diaz <laughs> wants these kind of people. He wants these kind of people. I think he's seen how real Masvidal was. Yeah. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't buying into all that trash talk with Askren and stuff. And he, he just wants to go out there and fight for real. Oh, like, yeah, and, yeah. And and that's why I think it's so appealing to Diaz. He won't like he said like uh he said he set out for so many years because nobody would call him out or nobody was doing anything interesting in the UFC. Then yeah. Masvidal just comes out here, knocks out somebody with a flying knee in five <laughs> seconds, and then freak, yeah, call out Masvidal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean Diaz, he's just like that little hawk on a branch, you know, just kind of yeah. waiting, you know, yeah. till till he sees something right and um. And so he just waited for three years. This happened. So, I mean, I totally get why he's calling out Masvidal. Um, I I think it would be a good fight. I mean, like he said. They, oh, they, I love it. Yeah, they both came from the <laughs> yeah. street. Um, just because he didn't call. I mean, I think a lot of people expected him to call out McGregor. Just because he didn't um, doesn't mean I don't think it will happen. Like, yeah. I, I think within two to three years we'll see that. We'll see that fight. I'd hate so, to see it happen that late, but. I know. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see it when they're both like in their prime. Yeah. Well, the issue is with the UFC. I mean, you have a fight, then six months later, at the earliest, you have another fight. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of on average. Sometimes you see fighters turn around and have a fight in, you know, four weeks or eight weeks, but it's it doesn't happen that quick most of the time. Dude, you know, with the topic of Masvidal. Uh, you know something interesting that I seen yesterday on Twitter. Let's hear it. So you know, I'm a WWE fan, right? And, well, uh, and, yeah. my, and my favorite, like one of my favorite wrestlers is Bill Goldberg, right? So him him and Masvidal got in a little fun Twitter exchange yesterday. So Did you know, they? Yeah, you know how Bill Goldberg Go- is, Goldberg's on Twitter? Yeah, so you know how Bill Goldberg's finisher is the spear, right? I did not. I mean, I'm pro- I probably knew that oh, back yeah. in the day when I watched it. And I was, Pretty yeah. much, you know, how Askren was going in, right? Yeah. So, Masvidal, you know, somebody tweeted at Masvidal and they was like, 
bet you couldn't hit Bill Goldberg with that flying knee when he tried to spear you or something. And Masvidal like was like, he tweeted Goldberg, you know, just being fun with it, and was like, "Was Goldberg having fun?" Yeah, they were oh, okay, okay. Fun so what? It, what did he, he say like, to Goldberg? He was like, "Oh, Goldberg could get that flying knee too if he tried to spear me." He's like <laughs> super necessary. Super necessary. That's what he's been hashtagging everything because you know he landed those two punches on Askren yeah. after he was already knocked out cold, and he mm-hmm. he says those were super necessary. Super necessary. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I'm dick. If that's his if that's his tag now, man. I'll... But then Goldberg like responded saying, "Uh, we're in two different weight classes, buddy," and he was like, "I'm a pretty big guy." It's like that spear might come through that flying knee. I just <laughs> that, I mean they were all being fun with it, but. I just thought that was fun, just being a WWE fan. Dude, that <laughs> is fun. It, you know, uh, Masvidal would just tell Goldberg, hey, watch out, man, this is a real knee. Yeah, <laughs> and then Goldberg was like, he was like, but we would have to fight in the seniors division. In the senior I'm, division? Because yeah, he's cause older, yeah. yeah. He doesn't yeah. look it, but he is. No, 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 yeah, he's kind of like Steve Austin. Like, Steve Austin, I don't think's aged that much. No, I mean, they just stay in amazing shape. Dude, do you know what WWE I miss? What? WWF. Like, oh, yeah. Like the older, or like the like the WWF or the beginning of the WWE when they had the old, like, PlayStation 2 games and you could get out into the crowd and fight and get up on the rafters and all that. Yeah. Um, dude, that was so much fun. And back then, you had. Um, Oh my gosh, I can't even think of his name. Kane's brother come out on the motorcycle. Oh, the Undertaker. The Undertaker yeah. come out on the like that's just cool, man. Mm-hmm. And that that was some like that was like the foundation for what it is now. Yeah, it's, definitely. Oh my gosh, that was I think by far that was the best era of the WWE. Yeah, I mean people were actually getting hurt. Uh, Cactus Jack, and uh, oh my gosh, man, real real nails and stuff in it mm, that's what sucks is they're not gonna go back to that blood and the, the attitude era now they're more in like a pg era yeah now they're in more of a pg era then the one oh my gosh i can't remember her name showed her showed her tits to the crowd man do you remember that clip oh yeah i remember she, that she was with dx she was in, yeah she, she was, was in with the crowd. Gen- generation x yeah. and then was got in the middle of the ring and then they were like, "Oh, is she gonna do it?" The, uh, what's his name? It's not. No, no, no. Uh, the announcer. It's Lawler, right? Um, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Jerry. Uh, uh, Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah, Jerry yeah. the King Lawler. Um, like he was hyping it up. Oh, is she gonna do it? Is she gonna do it? <laughs> then the camera was like right beside Lawler and whoever else was announcing. Then they had it positioned just right so that the um, the rope was covering up her you know her nipples yeah and um then the crowd was cheering so the crowd got a crowd got a show but uh <laughs> oh my gosh man that like that's the wwf that or i think that was technically wwe but like you yeah. couldn't do that now or bra and panty matches yeah we're not they ain't gonna get back to that no they, they aren't gonna do that <laughs> that'd be cool though like if they i mean now it's just too much legality liability and too much uh like sexist and yeah. stuff like that so like people would say the uh wwe is terrible for having a yeah. brawn painting match and kids shouldn't watch that which women wrestlers have come you know they're they've came they're, a long way they used to be just like barbie former doll. playboys yeah they, they would you know yeah they'd be former playboys that would come into the wwe but now they're actually legit wrestlers. Yeah, like they're no. coming from wrestling backgrounds. Being you know, some of them being high school wrestlers, they're going into the performance center. So I mean, that that came a real long. Oh, way. Oh yeah, that, I mean that has came a real long way because, um, like you said, they used to just be these Barbie dolls who was there to just just to look good, yeah. um, and that's what they did. They just sat there and they looked good, um, kind of like a Hardee's commercial. You're there for the burger, but. Um, you know the the hot girl biting into the burger is is like an added bonus, and I guess that's how the WWE <laughs> and WWF was. Is like, oh man, I love the fighting, but uh, bring bring that girl in her, her bra and panties out again. <laughs> so, um, 
So I guess it, that's what what they were doing now, but or they were doing, but that's they don't really do that much now. I mean, you'll you'll always have those kind of girls, like the the Bree twins. Is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah. The Bellas. The Bellas. Yeah. Okay, but um, you'll always have girls like that, but they're uh, they're not exclusive to that anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's so that's cool. But <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Yeah, to, let's move on to DC. DC. Yeah, let's talk about you know Daniel Cormier. His uh. He posted an Instagram post a couple of days ago, and he kind of hinted like a possible retirement. What did he say? So he gave, you know, he thanked this team. He pretty much said that his, you know, son and his wife, you know, they were really emotional, dra- emotionally drained about it. I think his son was crying oh, after. Because, I, mean, I mean, that has to suck being that small and, you know, seeing your dad get See, knocked out. Seeing your dad get whooped. Yeah, that's yeah. got to be tough. Uh, but then it would have been tough for uh, Miocic's, Miocic's wife and child as oh, well. Oh, yeah. It's tough for everybody. That's yeah. just the sport. I mean, because yeah. both of these are family men mm-hmm. that we're talking about, and they're married and have, have a kid or multiple kids. So, I mean, that's that's got to be hard for both of them. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, sorry. So, what, what else did uh, what else did DC say? Um, he pretty much said that he's going to make a decision on his retirement soon. And that uh, he would let everybody know as soon as he made it. But, I mean, I don't know. You can kind of take this post either way. Do you think this post meant retirement? I mean, obviously, he stated in this post that he hated to see his son and his wife like that. Yeah. And, I mean, at 40 years old, I mean, that's got to be hard to see. And, uh, you know, what do you think DC meant by this post? Is he going to retire, you know? Well, I mean, kind of, kind of like I said last week on our podcast, um, I could see DC saying he's officially retired, and I mean, he could probably even sign papers that says he's retired. Um, but what we've seen with the UFC in the past, time and time again, just because you say you're retired doesn't mean you're not going to fight again. Um, so he's got a third. I don't think he'll ever fight Jones again. Play like that's just how I see it playing mm-hmm. out. Is I do not ever see DC fighting Jones. Um, I agree. Yeah. I think that fight's off the table. Yeah, now, it's off the table. Lost, yeah. yeah, he lost both of them. Um, and he, you know, he's just kind of, uh, he, he just lost this fight, or DC just lost mm-hmm. this fight again. Um, it would have to take a lot of work for DC to get that Jones fight again. I don't think DC wants to invest all that time or energy anymore. He's getting older. Um so I could see DC say saying, yeah, he's retired, but I think um I think within about three years, if if let's say he came out and retired today, I think within three years we'll see him sign a contract to fight Miochik. Um I think he wants to finish that out. So I don't I don't think that that's off the table, yeah. whether whether he retires or not. But uh but what's your thoughts? So I don't think he's going to retire. I think he just has like too much drive in him and I think that he knows that he was winning that fight. I think he was going to win by unanimous decision. I think he won every single round. Yeah. I mean, it was back and forth, but the way that they broke down the scorecards, he was winning. I think one round was 10-9, but he won every single round up until that TKO. Yeah. So, I mean, he knows he can beat Steve Miocic. Well, know? yeah. And, I mean, he won the first fight took a him year down. ago. He took him down. And I, I mean, he pretty much you know took him down when he wanted to, but he didn't do that that much because he got drawn into this, oh, I got a strike. You know, that's what the fans like to see. Mm-hmm. And you know, he wasn't listening to his corner, which was encouraging him to wrestle. Yeah. But I think DC's going to come back, and I think maybe next summer, I think he's going to take a little bit of a layoff. But I think next summer, I think we're going to see DC versus Stipe 3. You think next summer? And I think think Miocic has to, you know, Miocic can be like, oh, I've TKO'd him or whatever. But DC knocked you out. Yeah. Like DC, you know, knocked you out. You was done. Like he was done. You know what I'm saying? DC was kind of, he was slumped too. But DC's was more of a TKO. The ref came. Yeah, yeah. Well, if the ref didn't come, it would have. DC would yeah. have got up. So, I mean, yeah, like it had to have been called. But, but I mean, do you think – well, what do you think's next for Miocic? Well, Dana stated that if both men want this third fight – That'll that, be next? 
then then that will then that's on the table. So I assume that should be next, and I think that's what should be next. I because mean, this heavyweight division is still playing out. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't disagree with that. Um, I don't think it would be the worst fight, but that would be crazy. A year ago, they fought DC won. This summer they fought Miocic won. The next summer they fought again. We've never seen a trilogy happen back to back to back. Normally, yeah. fighters have to have another fight in between or something like that. So that would be that would be completely weird. But <laughs> I, I think, think. But I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not against the, it. The scenario and the situations that this should be the first fight that. Do you think that, it should be happened, the first fight that that does those? You know, that goes three fights in a row with the same person. I think that just. Based on the way both of these you know fights went, that that it needs to happen if DC wants it. You know, yeah. I'm a DC fan, so I'll, I'll agree with whatever he does. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, I can I can I can understand why he would retire. Yeah, um, and not want to fight anymore. But I I think he could beat Stipe in a third fight. I just think he's he's too good. You know, and I mean, obviously Stipe's a good fighter, but I mean. DC's just been doing this for a long time. Yeah. He started when he was 30. He was already an Olympic wrestler. He's, I actually think he's a really good striker. I mean, Stipe's a pretty good striker, and DC was out striking him the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and being shorter, not having a reach advantage. Yeah. He's a, DC is definitely a shorter guy. Yeah. So I, I would love to see DC and Stipe fight for the third time. You know, deep. Perfect scenario, DC wins, gets that title back, and just vacates it, retires right after that, and goes out on top. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, I would definitely like to see it again. I mean, everybody likes to mm-hmm. see a trilogy when you've had, um, I mean, even if you're, you know, hell, even if you're playing cornhole, um, you always do best two out of three. <laughs> so now if it's like DC and Jones where you won the first two, you don't really care about the third fight because you've already got the two out of three. Here we've got one and one, so we don't we don't have that best two out of three yet. Yeah. So it's I highly believe that it will finish out. Yeah. I mean, Dana, it was interesting. He actually, so they released the pound for pound rankings, like, and this is all fighters, like the toughest fighter pound for pound. DC went from being number one pound for pound to number seven. Ooh. And Dana came out and actually said that he thought the media, he took shots at the media saying that he didn't like the way the media treated DC after the fight. That he still said that DC is one of the, Dana actually said this, that DC is one of the best fighters in the world. And he said that he'll do whatever DC wants to do. He was like, if DC comes to me, he was like, whatever fight he wants to do, he was like, we'll do it. So I thought that was very interesting to see hmm. <clears throat> how much respect Dana White had for Daniel Cormier. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, me just just like looking at it from the outside, I would have thought Dana wouldn't have like respected DC as much because John Jones is – I feel like John Jones is like – Dana White's like second favorite under – Conor McGregor, just because of the money he brings in, and I mean, I mean, wouldn't somebody be your favorite if they was bringing in the money? So I agree with it. But the but the issue is with Dana White favorites. He, but yeah, he doesn't always care about who's yeah. bringing in the money. Cyborg yeah. brings in a lot of money, but he we see how he kind of treats her. So I mean, he definitely picks and chooses who's his favorite. But his favorites are always the money bringers. He's mm-hmm. not he's not favoring somebody who's up and coming. He's favoring. These people who are really fan favorites, no matter what. But even then, some of the fan favorites, Woodley and uh, Cyborg, definitely not his favorite. Yeah. Even though they're big fighters for the fans. Um, but uh, but no, I mean, I don't, I don't think, he, you know, DC should have went down to seven. Yeah, I don't uh, think he should have either. But I who, just thought who came a- up with that card. So the UFC, so the team of the mm. UFC, not Dana White, but I mean the team of yeah. the UFC. Well, I mean, or it might have been another company. Well, it's I mean, all about a, numbers. Yeah. What did the so John Jones is number one pound for pound now? Is he who's second? Uh, can't remember right now. Yeah, well, yeah. no worries. Um, oh my gosh. Well, what does um? 
So Dana White said he didn't like what the media was covering about DC, but what was the media even saying about DC? I mean, just a lot of people were trashing him, you know, and stuff. Trashing him? Really? Just saying, you know, saying they were happy he got knocked out and this and that. Oh, well, I mean, those are just internet trolls. Oh, I know, but then, but he was mainly addressing, like, the people, the pound-for-pound rankings. He Mm. was mainly addressing that. But let's, if that came from his company, then that's kind of... Mm, I'm not sure if it came from the UFC. I'm not sure. It might have been because there's other, you know, other recognized sites that do these rankings and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. But I just thought it was very interesting that you know Dana White, you know, showed that he had respect for DC and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say. Well, do you want you want to go on the next topic? Yeah. So this is very interesting, man. You know, we just seen Max Holloway fight in April, and you know he's. I think this is a quick turnaround for him, just because of the the damage he took in the Dustin Poirier fight. But Max Holloway versus Alexander Volkanovski is reportedly official. This isn't from the UFC, but it's reportedly official for UFC two forty five. You know. I mean, Volkanovski, man, he did it the old-fashioned way. He is one of these contenders that did not talk his way to the top. I I have a lot of respect for him because he, he is the true definition of moving your way up to the rankings and oh, earning yeah. a title shot. Yeah, yeah. He I mean, beat, he's he's definitely that, that stigma. So he beat Chad Mendez, Jose Aldo. I think there was another big name, but he fought. He fought um, Cowboy, but he didn't win. No, no, no. Volkanovski's a one forty five er. Wait, then who were we talking about earlier? That fought Cowboy. Oh, we was talking about Matt Brown, which we'll get into. Oh yeah, we were okay, okay. But this is Volkanovski. Yeah, this is the one hundred and forty five. Why am I mixing them up? Jeez. Oh well, it's all good. There's (laughs) thousands. There's a lot of people. (laughs) Um, oh my gosh. Well, I mean. We Max Holloway's definitely a bigger name. Mm-hmm. Um, Volkanowski, um, is that how you say Volkanowski? Yeah, I think it's Volkanowski. Volkanowski. Yeah. Um, he's he's definitely worked his way up to the top, but he's not as big of a name as as Holloway. But I agree, though. I think this is a quick turnaround because Holloway last fought in April. Mm-hmm. I think it was April thirteenth. I think uh, I can't remember the date of this fight, but I think it'll it would be about. Five six months of Max Holloway returning, which you don't. Sometimes champions only fight, you know, once, once or a twice year. a year. Yeah. And I just think the damage that he took in the Dustin Poirier fight. I mean, that was a tough fight, man. Moving up to moving up to one fifty five to do a to try to become a double champ against Dustin Poirier, and I, I don't think a lot of people realize how hard this double champ status is because you're moving up a weight class, different power. Different oh, yeah. speed. And Conor McGregor actually tweeted about it. He was like, he was like, uh, he talked about how it's not that easy to become champ champ. And as, as we could see with Max Holloway, oh, that's yeah. a difficult task. So, I mean, respect to McGregor and DC for being able to accomplish that. Well, what do you think Holloway walks around at? What do you think his daily weight is? Um, so he's. He's had some trouble making weight in the past on quick on short notices. So oh, yeah. he's a pretty big, big featherweight. Uh, he yeah. did not look big at, at light heavyweight, so he's not that big. Because no, no, when no, he no, fought no. Poirier, I thought he looked really small. I yeah, I don't think 155 is the best weight class for him. But well, I'm thinking... Like 160, 165? One, in the 160s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 165, most likely, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, if he's fighting Poirier... Then Poirier is probably walking around at 180, right? 180, 175? Yeah. <laughs> Poirier is pretty big yeah. for that weight class. Yeah. For the 155. Mm. But um, I might be overestimating. Uh, it's, no, it's, it's kind not of unusual. Well, yeah, it's not unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, these fighters cut a lot of weight to fight. Oh, yeah. So... But um, I mean, what do you think? Do you? I mean, do you think it's too soon? Because we see a lot of fighters. This is about five, six months away from his last fight, mm-hmm. and so we see a lot of fighters do either one fight a year or two fights a year. Um, unless you're cowboy, then you're doing like four or five yeah. fights a year. <laughs> but um, I mean, Whitaker, he's 
he does less than a fight a year now, I think. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it just, I don't think five to six months is bad. I just feel like it feels closer. But with the damage he took in, against Poirier. And, like, yeah. and that's the other thing. Yeah, he he got rocked a lot yeah. during that fight. So, um, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I think that this fight is interesting. I think, you know, we don't need to sleep on Volkanowski just because he's not talking you know, he's not talking his way up, talking about himself, talking yeah. trash about other people. He is, you know, went the old-fashioned way and moved his way up the rankings, beat every single contender in line to get his turn for the title shot. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, you've got to respect that. I mean, he has taken this, like you said, he's just going old school with this. Um, I don't really have – the way Max Holloway looked against Brian Ortega uh, – I would think Max Holloway would win this fight, but I don't know. It's kind of hard to make a decision just because we haven't really seen a fighter, you know, take out all the contenders like Volkanovski has to get this title shot. I don't think, now given, I don't think Volkanovski has fought Zabit, which is a really big name in the 145-pound division yet, but he's early on, so I think is, that's... Is this going to be a title fight, though? Yeah, this is a title oh, for the featherweight okay, okay. title, yeah. So Max and Volkanovski. Yeah, I mean, I, I really don't have like a a choice right now. This because UFC two forty five is kind of a little bit away. So I mean, when is close, that? Like December or something? Yeah, somewhere around there. So I mean, I really don't have a decision right now on who would win that fight. But I mean, you know, we'll have in the future uh, with another podcast. You know, I'll most likely have a decision by then. But, yeah. It's a little too soon to try to give De- a decision for Decision that. on yeah. who you think will win. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's kind of hard right now because let's say that's in December. Um, that would be like eight months away, actually, because April's the fourth month of the year and December is the twelfth month. So that would that would definitely be eight eight months. But um, right now it's just kind of difficult because we don't know what Max Holloway's looking like right now after his after his loss. Are you looking up the date? Yeah, I'm looking up the date the, for UFC December 14th. Oh yeah. wow, good, yeah, good. Guess. Right on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so if it is December, that's eight months away. Um, so I mean, he, I think he could bounce back, but it's hard to yeah. see. I mean, it's hard to tell because we don't know what he looks like right now, um, as far as his his skill set. Well, I mean, see, they were discussing, you know, them two fighting. I actually might have this wrong. They might be fighting at no, no, it's two forty-five. I think I'm getting this mixed up. But I remember a couple of like a month ago or so, they was trying to make Volkanovski versus Max Holloway for an upcoming pay-per-view, and Dana kept saying it was too soon for Max. So just because of the damage he took in the Poirier yeah, fight, he so, took a lot of damage. Yeah, so I, that's why I bring up. I know mm. if you don't take damage, fighters can fight. You know, three times a year. Oh, <laughs> that God. coffee. Oh, that was coffee grounds in oh. there. <laughs> oh, my God. Put some hair on your chest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Co- coffee grounds and coffee are the worst thing. <laughs> oh, God. You love coffee, but not coffee grounds. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't think... Eight months is too soon. He took he took a lot of damage, mm-hmm. but I mean, um, a lot of fighters don't like to get back in and start training hardcore right away. So I think if fighters have their if they have it set up how they want, don't you think they probably start training hard about three months before a fight? I mean, they're always training, yeah. but I like I'm talking, a, I think they do about a eight week training camp yeah something like that yeah. where they go hard you know but yeah. i mean obviously they stay in shape and yeah exactly training all year round but i think they do like a hardcore like eight 12 week training camp yeah. yeah so i mean if he has eight months then this would give him either four or five months off just to kind of relax you know mm-hmm. stay in shape go on runs whatnot but then you know it's then he'll still have enough time just to come out and just pound it out so um, I don't I don't think it's too soon because yeah. I mean four months is a good amount for healing time and light light training. So yeah, I agree. So do you think it's too soon? 
I don't know. I guess only time will tell with this. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll be able to make a better I prediction. Was bringing up that it was too soon is <clears throat> just because you know Dana Dana didn't didn't want to make this fight. I mean, a month ago, two months ago, because he acted like it was too soon. I don't remember which pay per view he was trying yeah, to was, make it at. It might have been you know one of these closer ones. Like yeah, if it UFC. was like two forty two or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But I agree. I think that would be too soon. But for two forty five, I don't. I don't think eight months is too soon. I think mm-hmm. it's eight months and one day to the day, too. Yeah. Because it was April 13th, and this would be December 14th. So, I mean, he's got eight months. I don't I don't think that's – I think that's a fair amount. Yeah. I don't – I mean, even after coming – even coming after a bad loss, um, that's definitely enough time to heal and come back and train well. So I don't I don't think he's too limited. But if it was 242 or 243, then yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think that would be too quick. But let's uh let's move on to another interesting topic of last week. The the immortal Matt Brown is returning after a two year layoff to face Ben Saunders at UFC two forty five. This is really interesting. I know me and you were talking uh you know, we me or you both don't know a lot about Ben Saunders. He just hasn't fought any big names. But the reason I want to talk about this is because Matt Brown's pretty interesting, mainly because the first UFC event I went to Matt Brown versus Diego Sanchez was the main event. Yeah. And, I mean, it for anybody who hasn't seen this, uh, Diego Sanchez tried to throw, like, a front kick or something. Uh, Matt Brown caught it and just viciously You were there KO'd for that one, by right? Yeah, this was in UFC Norfolk. Was it, uh, was it a pay-per-view? No, it was night? a fight night. Fight night. But, I mean, Matt Brown viciously KO'd. Uh, Diego Sanchez with a you know elbow while holding his leg up in there. I mean it was it was crazy, and I mean the 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 crowd went crazy. The, oh yeah. I mean I just never seen anything like that in person. No, and no, it no. Was just that's why I wanted to talk about him because you know he 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 was a uh, pretty much the highlight of my first UFC event that I went to. Well, so, yeah, of course. So I think it's very interesting that he is, you know, coming back after this two-year layoff. He retired. Was then, was that his last fight? Well, he retired, and then he was scheduled to come back against Carlos Condit. You remember Carlos Condit, don't you? He's one of the OGs. Oh, like, okay, okay. I remember Diaz the name, and, the last name. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he was supposed to face Carlos Condit, I think, in 2017. But he tore his ACL during training, and mm. he was coming out of retirement to fight Carlos Condit. So, how old is Brown? Oh, late thirties, I think. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't yeah. think he was that old. So I see why he retired. Mm. I thought, I thought he was like twenty six. Yeah. I was gonna say, come on, man, you're at your prime. But he has but, he he Matt Brown has faced some pretty big names. Like he's faced a cowboy. He was gonna face Carlos Condit. So Matt Brown's name carries some weight, but he hasn't all. He doesn't have like the best record. I mean, he got got knocked out by Cowboy. You know, um, I can't remember what his record is, but he doesn't have like the greatest record. But he's. But I don't, he's a I don't name think Saunders has the best record oh, either. And Saunders, he's not all. He's not Saunders, even that big of a name. Yeah, Saunders hasn't faced any big names. So for Ben Saunders, this is a great fight because. You go out there and finish Matt Brown, you get a top 15, you know what I'm saying? If you finish Matt Brown, you're really putting your name in the mix, oh, which yeah. is what he wants. And if Matt Brown goes out and knocks him out. He's back. Then, yeah, he's yeah. back. So, like, it's kind of like Diaz. After his long break, came back, got a great fight. Yeah. And, I mean, he'd be back. So, um, I don't, I don't think this is a bad fight for both of them. No, yeah, I think it's a good fight. You know, if you want to, this is one of those fights that gets made, but it can go either way. I mean, we just seen with Uriah Faber versus that Ricky Simone. Ricky Simone was an up-and-coming guy that was, you know, people thought was going to be one of those contenders. Uh, Uriah Faber comes out of retirement, wants another fight, and he just TKOs this young dude in, what, 40 (laughs) seconds? So, I mean, so, I mean, you know, this can go either way. You could have this. You know, hungry contender wanting to make a name for himself, go out there and, you know, finish a legend to the sport. Or, you know, the legend can come back and yeah. do his thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't think this is a bad fight. So, I mean, I think if both of um, 
the Brown and Saunders, then Holloway and Volgan, um, Volkanowski. Yeah. If both of those are on the 245, I don't think that's going to be a bad card in December. Yeah. So, um, so no, I mean, I, I think this this could go a good way. I think it's a fair fight between the two of them. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, very, fight night. Yeah, very interesting fight between Matt Brown and Ben Saunders. You know, really looking forward to that. But, uh, yeah, let's talk about UFC Fight Night 157 coming up this uh, this upcoming Saturday. Uh, the main event is Jessica Andrade versus Zhang. Um, it's a pretty lackluster card, man. The only big name on this card is Jessica Andrade. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not a stacked. Card. I mean, I looked through I looked through the card last night prelims and card. Jessica Andrade is literally would... literally the only name I knew. I mean, I don't even know Zhang. See, I looked her up last night, and I did watch Zhang's last fight. I, I mean, I'm sure we both watched it. She beat um, Tisha Torres, which was she was a big contender in this uh, one uh, 15 pound division. Yeah. So, but I mean, she's this just not a big name. You know what I'm saying? No. The card doesn't have any big names on it. No, well, I mean, they went from a huge pay per view to this. I mean, I guess they just kind of so gassed it all out yeah. on two forty one, and they're just trying to have fighters for for fight night. Yeah, see, that's what I don't like it. Like, I like there being fights every weekend. Like, I love it. Like, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, look forward to watching UFC. You know, this upcoming Saturday. But when they do stuff like this, like this card, I mean, dude, it's terrible. I mean, I might tune in to watch the main event. Maybe. But I mean, yeah, but I mean this. Just fight as a whole. I couldn't see myself sitting through it for, um, you know, four four hours to watch, four or five hours to watch this whole card. Uh, well, because we've got we've got two weeks until Khabib versus Khabib. Poirier. That's yeah, what I thought. That's obviously the next big pay per view. Yes, yeah. but the next pay per view is in two week two weekends from right mm-hmm. now. That's what I thought. So yeah. I mean, that's kind of a quick turnaround. Three weeks from one pay per view to the next. Yeah, Normally, I mean, they usually do one every month. Every month. So sometimes, well, yeah, yeah. sometimes we'll get it at the beginning of the month, sometimes the end. Sometimes we can have two in a month if it's at the very beginning yeah, the very and the month end, at the very yeah. end. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's technically different months. Um, but, I mean, Andrade, I just – so Jessica Andrade, you remember she, you know, knocked out Rose Nami Yunus with a, with a slam. So she went to take her down, picked her up. And slammed her, and Rose was out. I mean, Rose Namajunas was a pretty dominant champion. Was she, that during a pay per view? Yeah, we didn't watch that one because it wasn't the best. Like, it I wasn't the best, that. so we didn't buy it, wasn't or, that or we like didn't a, go to the board to watch. Wasn't it Wasn't that in like a September and we or something like that of like card? No, I think it was in May this past year. I think so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was in May. Uh, because I remember we were debating it, but it just wasn't but a good we, enough co-main event and main event oh, for yeah, us. Oh, yeah, and we graduated. And wasn't it that same night? Dude, it was. It, okay, yeah. so that's okay. That's what happened. Yeah, we both graduated college, and it it was on that same night I think, when we just said we could not make it I to think the Anderson Silva versus some up-and-comer, um, I can't remember his name, was the co-main event. And we... You know, we just didn't think it was worth it with it being graduation night. So. No, no, because you had family in, I had family in, and yeah. it was, uh, yeah, that was a hectic weekend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then, oh my gosh, yeah, you're that. That's what happened. But I mean, this division. I mean, the top three girls in this division, obviously, are you know Jessica Andrade, Joanna Young, Jacek, which you know, I that's Jacek. Yeah, Jacek's my her. favorite fighter. Love uh, her. <laughs> in the women's in this women's division, uh. But I just don't get why we couldn't see like a third fight, or a third or second fight with Rose. I, I don't know the history between her and Andrade. Uh, I can't remember if Rose had already beat her before. I don't yeah. think so. There's but just why couldn't of... we have seen you know you want a young Jacek versus Andrade too? Because yeah. young Jacek already beat just Andrade. Um, so I would like to see that. But we, I mean, we might see that. Soon. But I mean, this is this um this is Zang, the Zang might come out here and surprise us, man. Yeah. I mean, she beat Tisha Torres. 
uh, top five contender. So, I mean, she might come out here. And, you know, I think this division is wide open. This, this straw weight women's division is pretty wide open. So, I mean, anything can really happen in this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could see anything happen in it. It's just, uh, I don't know. I don't think there's a whole, there. there's a lot of options where I think it could go. But all those options, I just think it's going to be these top, like, five women just continuously facing each other until yeah. someone else gets in the mix. Um, because you have a lot of women fighters, but you only have those few that just stay at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, th- I think there's a lot of ways it could go, but I don't think it's like, oh, there's 15 incredible women. who yeah. are just, You know what I mean? Um and also, I really don't. I I just don't know that much about on Andrade. Yeah, is that how you say that? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that much about her. Well, she's she's very interesting because like at weigh-ins, she uh she comes out there with her face painted and she wears this humongous Indian headset. Is that who? Which is I think it's part of her heritage, but it, it's just awesome. Yeah, she comes out there with that humongous yeah. you know, headset on, and you know that's why well, yeah. I like her. A little bit, just because I think that's cool. That's that like is cool. representing her heritage, and uh, I like when fighters do that. Yeah, that's awesome. But man. Uh, if I had to give a prediction on this, I'm gonna go Jessica Andrade by knockout, just previously based on what she's previously been doing. But I mean, this strawweight division it can go a lot of ways. But yeah. uh, I mean, we haven't. We're obviously, you know, sleeping on on Zhang, where we haven't heard a lot about her. Um, so, I mean, she could come out here and surprise us. She yeah. beat a top contender in her last fight. Yeah, I mean, she definitely could. Um, you just kind of never know with these up-and-comers. Yeah. You you really don't know what way it's going to go. So, but I mean, I, I can't really give a prediction because for me, it's just... Just I'm, don't know enough. Yeah, yeah I just Which don't I know mean, much about, yeah. about either fighter. So, it's hard for me to make a prediction. Um so I'm I'm gonna leave that there. Um, I'm, I'll if I if I had to make a preference, it would just be a hundred odd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even though I don't, that's more or less just because. <laughs> um, I just don't know that much about about her or Zang. Um, because sometimes I'm rooting for the upcomers. I'm like, oh yeah, let's let's go at it. But yeah. I. It's more or less just a pick out pick out of a hat for me because I don't I don't know much about either one of them. So, but I mean, you definitely know a little bit more. Just about Andrade. Yeah, yeah just about mm-hmm. Andrade though. So, but um, so yeah, so one fifty seven not <laughs> not gonna be the best card. Yeah. So could surprise us though. Yeah. I mean, sometimes yeah. some cards that you don't think will be good. Come out there and surprise you. Have some pretty good, like, yeah. pretty good actual fights on there. You might not know the names of the people, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't but, have to have big names yeah. to have big hits. So, uh, so I mean, it could be a good card. It's just as far as names go, it's not a it's not a big name card. Yeah. So about ready to wrap it up. I think so. All right. But uh, thanks for tuning in and watching us, guys. Uh, we. Uh, we are excited to have our first guest on, you know, on our next podcast. We will be revealing who that is uh, in about the middle of next week. Yeah. So we're very excited to be able to host our first guest on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, we're trying to figure that out. I think we almost have it figured out how to get the audio downloaded. Yeah. So it's definitely been a learning curve, but mm. we'll... Uh, um we'll announce that as soon as we get it figured out we might even get it figured out today yeah so we're trying to get our you know podcast uh down more downloadable yeah more yeah. available for people to be able to download it to their phone that way they don't if they don't have internet connection so we would like to eventually get it on spotify soundcloud and we we've, we've almost got it figured out so hopefully we will be able to provide you know a downloadable audio yeah. to our listeners in in the very soon future. Yeah, I mean I think we I think we almost have it figured out, but I didn't get to finish because it was it was taking a while to load. 
But um, our our main our main website we're looking at having the uh, the audio on is Spotify. Um, but if anyone out there just doesn't do <laughs> doesn't do Spotify, um, just let us know and we'll try to get it up on any other platform you use. Because how we're doing it is it's just like one one click onto any platform. Because um, all I think we have to do is make an account onto that platform, yeah. link the RSS. And then through the website that we have is just hit, hit, you know, include that link in there and say, hey, we want it on SoundCloud or, hey, we want it on Apple Music. Um, yeah. So it's, which I mean, I definitely like having it on audio. I, th- I think it's good for mm-hmm. everybody to be able just to say, yeah, I want to listen to it in the car on my way to work or whatever, because a lot of people don't have time just to sit down and watch a Oh yeah, nobody did, yeah. And we're not really doing anything visual. You know, we're not doing yeah. anything where you want to watch it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I feel like you'd get the same amount just by listening. Yeah, um, you would. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, cuz you know, some people show clips and stuff like that which we would like to eventually do in the future. Which yeah, yeah. that would be that would be cool to figure out how to do that is be yeah. able to like have a have a TV, which we have a spare TV, but we don't It'd be cool to figure out how to have that TV show the clip and clip it into the video in yeah. real time. But we're definitely not uh, people who took the AV class yeah. <laughs> in high school. So we're just kind of kind of going with it. Mm-hmm. So, But we got an electronic soundboard. So that's cool. Oh, yeah. A, a digital soundboard? Yeah. yeah, they're all electronic. This is a digital one on my laptop. Some big things coming for the yeah, flight so, Yeah, we're we're always going to be evolving. So, I mean, I'm stoked. Yeah, I am too, man. So, well, awesome, man. Well, good fight. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Have a, have a great day. Let us know what you think. Yep.